0: Hey, what's up guys? Welcome back to another episode of the fantasy fellow show. Welcome to week 13. We're going over the waiver wire show uh, tonight here. So I will take your guys's questions on the waiver wire. Uh, we're going to do, I think, uh, so I pulled a double shift tonight. I got the basketball video out of the way. Uh, so tomorrow night, I'm probably gonna do just a little quick pop up live show. Uh, We'll still do our live show Thursday night as well, but uh, it's a crucial time for fantasy football. So I'm going to try and do as many live streams as I can uh, going forward just to kind of, you know, keep getting news and and all the updates and takes on players there. Uh, But what we're going to do real quick is we're going to hop into a screen share. And before we get to the waiver wire stuff, I just want to kind of share some of the player news today. Uh, Yesterday was a bigger news uh, blast kind of a day and today was kind of more practice and in, in, in things like that Um so I'm just going to read off the top of the notes uh, Keelan Cole placed on the COVID list here play Elijah Moore that's kind of the main takeaway that I get from that game or from that note uh, Daniel Jones with a neck strain suffered last week um, sounds like he's 50-50 for uh, week 13 here so maybe Mike Glennon Gets the start in Miami, I think, to play this correctly. Uh, if you play superflex, maybe maybe you consider Mike Glennon or at least adding him, not starting him. Uh, but the Miami Dolphins defense, the last few games, they've been on fire, uh, just shutting teams down. I don't think they've allowed anyone to score more than 17 points during that span. So Miami defense, uh, it's looking like a really strong play this weekend. If you guys need a defense, that would be a good choice there. Uh, the Jags put Dan Arnold on injury reserve. Uh, this could be a good thing for some of the pass catchers, LaVisca Schnault, Marvin Jones. Those two guys could see uh, more targets in the middle of the field. Uh, definitely LaVisca for sure in the middle of the field. Um, so here's a kind of a, a sign just for the health of Daniel Jones. They signed Jake Fromm, uh, meaning you never know. He's probably going to be the backup. Uh, so Daniel Jones was just ruled out. Um, dang so i see the i see the news here so i guess mike glennon's gonna be the guy i guess for Superflex leagues go ahead forward with mike glennon Uh, i'm not saying to start him but if you just need to pick somebody up i just i i hate neck injuries man neck injuries are the worst uh i hate to see it but good evening to harris thanks for hanging out with us this evening i'm just going over the notes here cd lamb full participant today uh no cedric wilson not practicing uh and then amari cooper uh, apparently, he showed back up to the facility yesterday, and today apparently he still has some symptoms. So, it sounds like if he can't practice tomorrow, he's not going to play. And uh, so, I, one, I'm just kind of questioning if he's got symptoms, why is he back in the building so quickly? So, it looks like CD Lamb's going to play. So, you're going to use CD Lamb. Uh, but with the health of Cedric Wilson and now Amari Cooper still in question with the COVID uh, situation, Michael Gallup probably needs to be started in, in uh, in as a wide receiver three in all formats here. You did see a full practice from Zeke. So that's good news there. Uh, Mark Ingram full practice today as well. It looks like Taysom Hill is going to be the starting quarterback. Like Sean Payton's kind of this like coy. I don't know what I'm going to do yet kind of thing, but I'm pretty sure it's Taysom Hill. He started getting first team reps. And then uh, AK-41 here limited today as well as on Monday. So it looks like Alvin's on track to play. Um, tomorrow, I guess we'll know tomorrow, tom- on Wednesday. For teams playing on Thursday night, uh, Tuesday is technically the most important day because that's like their actual full practice. Wednesday will be a walkthrough style practice for them. So if Kamara gets another limited in tomorrow, I'm going to lean towards him being in there. Uh, but either way, if Kamara plays... I. He's not a top five running back play this week. Uh, they're, they're not just going to give him, you know, the full workload of, of 20, you know, total touches. I think it's going to be a mix of Ingram and Kamara. Uh, and then let me see what else we got here for news before looking at the waivers. Uh, Pat Farmouth here, concussion protocol. I think I would plan... Uh, Just to have a backup, just in case. Wednesday, we'll see. I I don't think he's going to practice tomorrow. Again, he's in the concussion protocol. If he does get a practice in Thursday or Friday, I think it's good news, but we'll we'll have to play it uh, day-to-day with Pat. Uh, Sterling Shepard has a good chance to return this week. He's been close. He's been practicing, uh, and I think they've been just really taking their time. Sterling's kind of one of those guys that uh, when he gets dinged up, he usually stays out for a little bit. So we'll see if he can, uh, can make it for this week. And then I think that was it. Uh, Just a note on Jawan Jennings. He's going to be the number two receiver with Debo Samuel out. Samuel's going to miss week 13. Uh, It remains to be seen if he's going to be back for week 14 yet. So we'll play it week to week with Debo. And then, uh, okay, let's get into the waiver wire report. Uh, The link, I I thought I put the link in the bio. I might have to double check. Uh, But if you want to check it out, fantasyfellowship.com. Uh, And then let's see here. So I did make a list of all the injury uh, updates from week 12 here. Of course, Christian McCaffrey done for the season. Uh, Just off the top of my head real quick, Panthers are on bye this week. So it doesn't really make a lot of sense for me to go out and and pick up Chuba Hubbard or Amir Abdullah. If, If you need someone for this week, you're not looking at the Panthers. You're looking at someone... Uh, more prevalent for the week. But if you can wait, that's where Chuba and Amir Abdullah actually make sense. I think how this is going to shake out is uh, Chuba's probably going to leave the team in carries. Amir Abdul is going to be the guy catching the ball. So it's still going to be a kind of a 50-50 split. But I just I question how exciting this Panthers offense is going to look. The offensive line is not great. Cam Newton, we saw the ugly Cam Newton the last time out. Uh, we saw good Cam Newton two weeks ago. So I think we probably can – We're going to probably continue to see, uh, you know, highs and lows from Cam Newton. So to me, it feels like Chuba and Amir Abdullah, they're not going to be in my plans to win a fantasy championship this year. So I'd rather let somebody else deal with that. Uh, DeAndre Swift, uh, he's doubtful for week 13. I think Jamal Williams, if you need a running back this week, Jamal Williams is probably a better pickup for you, uh, especially in PPR leagues. He's going to rack up a bunch of catches, Uh, not going to get a ton of yards, but he's going to get the volume. So I like Jamal Williams this week. Dalvin cook with that torn labrum. Uh, so good news, bad news situation is the good news is they did not put him on IR, which means uh, when you get put on IR, you miss at least three games. So they're holding out hope that he can return for week 15. So he's not going to play 13 or 14, the chance to play week 15. That's I think that's most people's first round of the playoffs. So if you can just hold on to Dalvin cook, You might be able to get him back for week 15. And I think that's a Sunday night football game against the Chicago bears, which should be a lot of fun. Uh, So Alexander Madison, he is the, he is the prize. If he's on your waiver wire, he's a top five running back the next two weeks. I can't remember who the Vikings play. I know they play the lions this week. Let me just take a peek real quick. They played Detroit and then they get the Steelers. And I mean, at the moment right now, um, the Steelers defense, uh, very generous two opponents running backs they are where are they Pittsburgh Steelers why can't I find them why can't I find the Pittsburgh Steelers um here they rank 13th they're allowing about 24.32 PPR points per game here so I'm not terrified of starting Alexander Madison against the Steelers defense at the moment Uh, We covered Mark Ingram, Miles Sanders. I don't know if he's going to play this week. He's got an ankle injury now that kept him. uh, He didn't play many snaps in the fourth quarter. He didn't play any snaps in the fourth quarter with this ankle injury. So you saw Boston Scott get all the work and a little bit of Kenneth Gainwell sprinkled in there. So tomorrow's a really big day for the Eagles backs because also Jordan Howard is expected to be back. So you're looking at uh, kind of just this, this mess for the Eagles running backs. And it just so happens to be that they play the jets this week, which is uh, on paper, the Jets are the best matchup for opponent running back, so uh, I think if if you want to play it kind of sly, adding guys like Jordan Howard, Boston Scott, that's a really good move this week. Uh, because if, if Sanders can't go, I think I like Howard and I like Boston Scott as fringe RB two flex players. Uh, Chase Edmonds, if Edmonds is hanging around your waiver wire, he's going to be eligible week fourteen. I think that could be a sneaky move. Uh, again, Debo Samuel out for the next one to two games. I would expect him to be back for week 15 for sure. Uh, DeAndre Hopkins, I'm listing him as probable. Uh, and then we got a bunch of receivers here that are all listed as questionable. It doesn't look good for Corey Davis. Uh, Allen Robinson, I can't really give a good answer. The Kadarius Tony quad injury was a little surprising. Uh, same, It's the same injury for Sterling Shepard, but it looks like Shepard's on track to play. And then who really knows what's going on with Antonio Brown? I I would like to see him play, but uh, it's Tampa Bay is frustrating because we know they're going to put up points, right? Uh, But you add Rob Gronkowski to this offense, and last week you see uh, just a a crazy game. Gronk and Leonard Fournette get all the Tampa Bay points, nothing for Evans or Godwin. So adding Brown to that mix, it's just going to spread things even more even for everybody else. Uh, If you do have IR slots, uh, Julio Jones, I'm interested. Because uh, he's still Julio Jones. He's eligible to return week 14. So maybe next week he gets activated. And uh, with A.J. Brown being put on IR, I don't think we're going to see A.J. Brown until I think he's not eligible till week 15 or 16. So there's a chance you get a game or two of just Julio Jones being the number one target. We'll see. Uh, so if you have an IR slot, I'm open to holding and rostering Julio Jones. And then you get Darren Waller here. He's—it sounds like he's got a knee bruise. I can't remember the exact term that the—the the medical term that they used for it, but it seemed like a, like a interesting knee bruise. And uh, they're listing him as questionable for this week. So if you need, uh, if you have Darren Waller, you probably want to roster Foster Moreau. Roster Foster Moreau, uh, who's a really good tight end. And uh, if Waller can't play, Moreau's going to be a top five, top ten tight end option for you this week. So let's get into the report. Um, So the buys this week, Carolina, Cleveland, Green Bay, and Tennessee. Uh, For quarterback streamers, I do have a list here of guys that I like. Uh, Kirk Cousins against the the Lions here. You can't really go wrong with that. That's like the safest play of the week, but he is 71% rostered. Uh, Derek Carr against Washington, and again, Uh, Washington allows the most fantasy points to the quarterback position uh, and it's not close. They have a significant uh, lead on that statistic. So Washington, really good matchup here. Uh, Atlanta playing against Tom Brady. So Brady's rostered, Uh, but the chiefs coming in here, they're going to get Teddy Bridgewater, which uh, the chiefs put up points. Teddy Bridgewater's going to have to play keep up. Uh, I do like Tua Tagovailoa against the Giants and interesting uh, Tua, I, th- I think Tua is the most underrated quarterback in the league right now. Uh, so I play a lot of Superflex leagues. He was a guy that pretty much landed on all my Superflex teams this year. And he has been uh, a really steady quarterback, too, on a lot of my rosters. And last week, he did have the nice game with Jalen Waddle. He found uh, a touchdown there as well. But he moved the ball at ease. He was efficient, uh, continuing to rack up first downs with Waddle. And, uh, Two, two rushing touchdowns by Miles Gaskin, so it could have been a bigger day for Tua. I think him against the Giants, that's a pretty good move. Uh, New York is, let me see, they're actually steady against the quarterback, but they do allow uh, roughly 17 points per game. So I like Tua there. And then Carson Wentz, you can't really go wrong. He's 44% rostered. It's Houston. I know it's on the road, but uh, Carson Wentz and that Colts offense, uh, probably going to get things opened up. And then, if you go a little bit further down the list, I do like Taylor Heineke against the Raiders. Uh, Las Vegas coming in here at number six, averaging almost nineteen, or allowing almost nineteen points per game. Uh, and then you see uh, there was Teddy against the Chiefs. I don't know if I trust it though. Uh, and then Taysom Hill, probably the pickup of the week. Um, if you've been, <clears throat> you know, streaming quarterbacks and playing the QB dance all season long, Taysom Hill's the guy that you need on your roster. Uh, I do want to pull up the Saints' schedule uh, the rest of the way. Uh, just Taysom Hill is, he's discount Jalen Hurts. And you look at this schedule, they get the Cowboys, the Jets. So the next two weeks, uh, you're going to get Dallas, who is uh, kind of middle of the road here. They do rank 20th, but they allow 17.34 uh, points per game to the quarterback. And they've allowed four rushing touchdowns to the QB this year. And then you're going to get the New York Jets, who are. Uh, 11th here. They're allowed about 18 points. So with Taysom Hill, you could potentially lock in uh, 17 to 20 points per game uh, at the moment there. And then you're going to see Tampa Bay, the Dolphins, Carolina. That's the final three games of the fantasy season. So I like Taysom Hill. If if the Saints, Saints need to win games. So like uh, they're, they're, they're bringing out the best they can for Taysom Hill. Uh, probably one of the best quarterback ads for the rest of the season. Let's look at Running backs here, if you guys do need – so if you need a starter for this week, uh, I do think Jamal Williams is a guy that's available in a ton of leagues. He's probably the best play for PPR formats. Um, And then if you need someone that's kind of more uh, of a niche player, uh, I do – Alexander Madison, of course, he's the top ad, but I'm assuming – even though he's only 33% rostered here, I'm assuming Madison's already rostered in a lot of leagues. Otherwise, he's by far and away the number one pickup. Uh, but if you need guys for just this week, uh, I think Jamal Williams, probably one of the better plays. Tevin Coleman for the New York Jets, uh, a pretty good play uh, against Philly. And we, we kind of have this connotation that Philadelphia is a good defense, but not so much against running backs. They've allowed 10 touchdowns, uh, a hefty amount of fantasy points to the running backs. They allow a lot of receptions, to the running back. So I think if you play in half PPR or full PPR, uh, you have Tevin Coleman and Ty Johnson to uh, to potentially start as a running back to flex, both guys under 28% rostered here. Uh, but Coleman, he's going to lead the team in carries. Ty Johnson's going to be active in the passing game. And then again, we talked about, uh, potentially watching the Philadelphia backfield, uh, Sanders has the ankle injury. I I really don't have any good read on this. I don't think he's going to practice tomorrow. If he does not practice tomorrow, uh, uh, I'm going to be happy if I have Boston Scott on my team. And then we have to watch for Jordan Howard as well. So those are the two names to carry. Uh, Rex Burkhead, if you're feeling dirty and you want to throw someone out there that can get eight to 10 PPR points, I suppose. Uh, Matt Merida going up against the New England Patriots. Patriots are just kind of steady as a defense, but they do allow... If you're going to beat the Eagles or the the Patriots, you can run the ball against them. They've allowed a ton of rushing yards, not a lot of touchdowns, but they allow a ton of rushing yards and a ton of receptions to the running back. So that's the the best way to move uh, the ball against New England. Uh, Let me see what we got. Boston Scott or Jordan Howard, non-PPR. So, um, okay. So in a perfect situation for this question, Miles Sanders is not playing. So you have to tell me, Who has the best chance for a touchdown? If Jordan Howard and Boston Scott are both in the game, Jordan Howard is the goal line back. So uh, assuming everything's good to go for Jordan Howard, I think I would rather roster him in non-PPR league. But uh, I like both teams. And again, it's the Jets. So like the chances of both of them scoring are probably pretty good. Uh, But if Howard's playing and Sanders is not, I want Jordan Howard because he's probably going to lead the team in carry. So I'm a big fan of Jordan Howard this week. Uh, Good evening, Inceptivist. How are you doing, my man? I hope everyone's having a good Tuesday evening. Uh, Just going over the waiver wire report here. I just kind of talked about the running backs. Um, Matt Breida, that Buffalo Bills backfield, like I don't know. I don't know what to do with it. Uh, I think Zach Moss, I don't know if he's going to play. Devin Singletary is frustrating right now. The guy to own in that backfield is Matt Breida. So if you need to whip somebody out, I suppose Breida could be the guy. And then, um, okay, so we just went over all the team, all the players that you need to know if you need a running back to use this week. Uh, But if you can afford to wait and just want to add someone for next week or the future, uh, you're looking at the Titans' backfield as well as the Carolina Panthers' backfield. So Deonta Foreman and Dontrell Hilliard uh, both racked up over 100 yards rushing last week. I think Hilliard looked really good as a pass catcher. Um, So I'm interested in both guys. Foreman, probably going to continue to lead the team in carries. Hilliard's going to have to compete with uh, Jeremy McNichols when he returns. So I like I like the Titans' backfield situation. And then what do you do with the Panthers? Chuba Hubbard and Amir Abdullah, uh, I wouldn't spend too much money if you're spending FOD money on these guys. I just, I'm just i nervous about the Panthers' O-line. Uh, I'm, I don't think they're going to be able to win many games the rest of the year, so that's why I'm kind of off on Chuba. I'd almost rather own Amir Abdullah, who's been getting more snaps, more involved in the passing game that's kind of where i stand and then uh some real quick some handcuffs to stash like it's officially handcuff season uh for fantasy football as we get towards the fantasy playoffs but these are all just backup running backs that like it takes one injury and all of a sudden you you got Darrell Williams again with no Clyde edwards alaire you got Jeff Wilson Jr with no Elijah Mitchell you have the backfield uh you know for that team so these are guys uh the end of my roster i like to have one or two handcuff backs that um if I need to make a move, I don't mind cutting them uh, for somebody else if I need to. But I like to just roster backup running backs. So that's Daryl Williams, Ramondre, Devontae Booker, Jeff Wilson, Sony Michelle, Rojo, Carlos Hyde, Samajay Pirine. These guys are all easily, like, if there's an injury to their starter, like, these are the guys. So uh, I can't go wrong with adding any of these players here. Uh, Inceptivist says... Should I drop Sanders and Devonta Smith due to the inconsistency with Hertz? I don't ever see them starting on my lineup. Too boomer bust for me. Um, so you're um, you're making good sense here. Um, if you are never gonna be comfortable with them starting in your lineup, I'm I'm like move on, man. Um, I have no problem with that. Uh, have you got? Are you guys familiar with the term? It's called sabotage drop. So you would be dropping. Sanders and Devonta Smith two like really sexy, you know, household names for fantasy football. Right. Uh, But if, if you are not going to be trusting these guys, why should they waste their, their spot on your bench where you put them out into the waivers, someone one has to waste a claim on them or free agent money. uh, They add these guys and then potentially they could be laying duds for someone else. So I think in your case here, no, I do not trust Miles Sanders. I don't think the Eagles trust Miles Sanders Uh, And then with Devonta Smith, it all comes back to Jalen Hurts, who I do not trust. But if I had to keep one of the two, I'd rather keep Devonta Smith, uh, just because Jalen Hurts. um, I should have mentioned this when we talked about quarterbacks, but Jalen Hurts has an ankle thing going on right now, and you could potentially see Gardner Minshew start in a week or two or three. Um, So if you had to hold on to one, I think I would hold on to Smith. Or what you do is you like. even if you can just look at someone's roster and be like, oh, I, I like this guy on your bench. Will you take Devonta Smith for him? Because uh, Devonta's name just kind of carries a lot of weight. So uh, I'm cool with just dropping Sanders outright as a sabotage drop. Try and see if you can move Devonta Smith unless your trade deadline's passed already. then uh, Otherwise, I have no problem. If you find someone on your waiver wire that you think you could actually use, uh, go ahead and do it, man. Don't be afraid to cut some of these uh, these big names if you don't feel comfortable with it. Would I drop Hunter Henry? Um so hmm, would I drop Hunter Henry? If Henry is my tight end one and some of the guys down here became available, um like Henry is he's a tight end touchdown boom bust player. Uh, he's not going to have a nice floor unless he scores a touchdown. Uh, I would rather own Logan Thomas. I'd rather have maybe even Evan Ingram, Cole Komet, uh, even Gerald Everett right now has been nice. So if you are using Hunter Henry and you are starting him, um, I think there are some alternatives here. Uh, some of the names that I just listed there, if you can, you probably can't get Pat Fryermuth. You probably can't get Dawson Knox or Dalton Schultz or anybody like that, but uh, I'm open to dropping Hunter Henry I guess Harris I would need to know more info do you have a tight end already on your roster or are you planning to pick somebody else up uh, let me know uh, if I can help uh, clarify that answer up a little bit better for you uh, but I want to talk about receivers real quick we just covered the handcuff running backs to stash and the receivers like it's the easiest position to replace. And oh man, Dawson Knox, like hell yes, you want Dawson Knox on your team, man. Um, you're attached to Josh Allen. You have a really good chance at a touchdown every game here. And last week, like Knox, like he should have scored three touchdowns. He had one of those uh, called back to uh, a questionable penalty, if I remember correctly. Uh, so Dawson Knox over Hunter Henry all day. Uh, yes, yes, please. Uh, but wide receivers. Uh, The easiest position to find off the waiver wire here. Uh, I'm going to start from the bottom up. And uh, a guy that I, if you need receiver help, stick with me. Josh Reynolds uh, going up against Minnesota. He is technically the Detroit Lions number one receiver right now. And his quarterback, Jared Goff, was also his quarterback uh, in LA for the Rams. So Reynolds and Jared Goff reunited uh, there's some chemistry already built into this, and the Lions, they're gonna have to continue to throw the ball. No DeAndre Swift, they're gonna have to rely on Jamal Williams, Josh Reynolds, TJ Hawkinson. Uh, Reynolds, he can do it, he's an outside receiver, and he's got Goff's trust. You saw the touchdown last week. Uh, I'm not saying to start Josh Reynolds, but uh, if you, uh, unless you needed to, I, I guess what I'm saying here is I kind of like Josh Reynolds here as a free pickup, uh, you know, at the end of your bench, or if you needed to spot start someone as a wide receiver three. I'm kind of open to it, and I'm also open to to Deshaun Jackson uh, strictly because uh, it's Washington. They allow a ton of points to the quarterback, and they also are the fourth worst against opponent wide receivers. They've allowed 14 touchdowns to wideouts in 11 games, almost 2,000 yards. Uh, So they, they, I could see Deshaun Jackson getting loose just like he did against the Cowboys. And again, he's under 3% rostered here. Also a revenge game for Deshaun Jackson. He used to play for Washington. Uh, Westbrook Akini, no thank you. Uh, Traquan Smith, uh, one, I don't know what to do with the Taysom Hill and the Saints passing game. I think Traquan, Callaway, and Deontay Harris are all interesting receivers. If I had to start one, I I think I like, personally, I like Traquan Smith the most, but uh, I'm not going to recommend starting any of these guys. They're just bench pieces to hold. Marquez Valdez-Scantling, though, guys, he has seen uh, a ton of targets since he's returned. He's the clear number two receiver for Aaron Rodgers, and he's actually on pace with Devontae Adams in targets the last two games. So if you can snag uh, Marquez Valdez-Scantling, hold on to him over his bye week. Uh, I think you're going to want to use him in week 14 against the Chicago Bears. Uh, I'll be starting Marquez Valdez-Scantling when I can. Uh, Let me get to some of these questions. Um, So pick one, non-PPR. Ayuk or Jamal Williams? Pick one to drop or not if you think those other two players are not good enough. Antonio Brown, Brandon Cooks, Joe Burrow, Kareem Hunt, or Miles Sanders. Okay. Pick one non PPR. Ayuk or Jamal Williams? Pick one to drop or not if you think those other two players are not good enough. Um, We're going to cut Sanders here. Um, and actually, I, I want, I want, I, so, I only want Jamal Williams if you're going to use him as a starter. So if you you need to plug in Jamal Williams to start as your RB2 this week, I'm fine with that. In non-PPR leagues, I'm not as excited. Uh, But with the Debo Samuel news right now, I think Brandon Ayuk's probably a really nice upgrade and a guy that I'd want to start uh, with no Debo. So I like Brandon Ayuk more than Jamal. I'm okay with cutting Miles Sanders Um, at this point. Antonio Brown, Brandon Cooks. Uh, Do we? I think it's going to be hard for me to feel good about playing those guys, but I I think I'm going to hold on to Antonio Brown. If I was going to drop one, Brandon Cooks might be more droppable for me. It's just hard to trust with the Texans, but he's been pretty good this year so far. So I think I would. I would. I'm comfortable letting go of Miles Sanders. If you need a a running back for uh, this week, I'll go with Jamal. But I think I want Brandon Ayuk on the team um let me see inceptivist says start two full ppr renfro ayuk sony if any doesn't play i also have mitchell as an rb2 what do you think about the 49er stack i'm into it mitchell's mitchell's a, a stud right now you're, you're using mitchell i think um so he's your running back too and i'm so i'm assuming you're looking at a a, a flex play here um so if if Henderson does not play, I think Sony Michelle is a must play. So that would be my list here. If if obviously if, if Henderson plays, you're going to use Renfro and Iu. So that's the two answers. Uh if no uh if Hold on. So if if Henderson plays, it's Renfro and Ayuk. If Henderson does not play, I want Sony and then I think again cuz you're you're invested heavily into the 49ers. I think I'll go with Renfro. So Sony Renfro would be my choices. I uh, hope that helps. Um, would you start Brandon A over Adam Thielen? Um No, I'm going to go I'm going to go Adam Thielen. He's just got a better body of work and a better uh, trust factor. He has the connection with Kirk Cousins. It's the Lions. It's a good matchup. Uh, I think I'm going to go with Adam Thielen there over Brandon Ayuk. But it's really close. Like, if if you wanted to argue with me about Brandon Ayuk over Adam Thielen, like, I'm cool with it. Um, But uh, either way, they're both top 30 wide receivers this week. Uh, But I do like the Ayuk matchup against Seattle, too. But it's hard to sit Adam Thielen after he just scored two touchdowns, right? Um, so I don't know some final receiver thoughts for you guys real quick Um, guys that I want on my team for the rest of the season Russell Gage is the number one wide receiver Um, I'm still interested in Kadarius Tony but again Sterling Shepard that would be my priority for Giants receivers but maybe a little bit of steam off the off this if if Daniel Jones is going to be out Van Jefferson needs to be rostered against Jacksonville I like him he is the number two he's the number two receiver over Odell Beckham he's getting more uh, I think he's getting more attention from Stafford, uh, and then Rashad Bateman, I'm interested, LaVisca Chenault, again, Dan Arnold's out for the year, so LaVisca maybe gets uh, a few more looks inside the middle of the field, uh, and then all these guys up here, they should be rostered, and, uh, and I did discuss Julio Jones worth an IR stash, uh, tight ends, I kind of went, loosely went over this, if you need guys to start this week, uh, I don't think we're going to see Pat Friermuth. We have to see if he clears concussion protocol, but if he does play, I love Pat. That's probably the best play uh, of the week if he's available. Zach Ertz against Chicago, not the best matchup. Uh, Chicago is a pretty strong team against the tight end. Uh, They did allow Hawkinson to score last weekend, but again, they rank uh, really good against tight ends on the season so far. Uh, I like Logan Thomas against the Raiders. That's a really good spot. He's only 50% rostered here, and the Raiders allowed the second most PPR points to the tight end position. Um, Jared Cook has a a decent, I think it's a tough matchup, actually. Let me look here. Where are the Bengals? Kind of of middle-of-the-road matchup, so kind of whatever on Jared Cook. Tyler Conklin against Detroit. Uh, Cole Komet and company had a really good game against them last week. Jimmy Graham scored a touchdown. Uh, Evan Ingram against Miami, probably not. um, Miami, middle-of-the-road against tight end. Cole Komet against Arizona. Arizona, the second best team against tight ends. Um, so probably not Komet this week. I do like Gerald Everett. San Fran is one of the better teams against tight end too, but Everett's just getting pummeled with targets right now. Uh, but the guy that I like, if, if you need a tight end this week, pick up Foster Moreau tonight just in case Darren Waller can't play. If Darren Waller doesn't play, you want Marone in your lineup. If Waller does play, we'll just we'll, we'll reevaluate that later. But I think that's where I would – where I, if you're looking for a tight end this week, that's where I would lean. Uh, what is a good defense to pick up? We're going to look at that right now, my man. Okay, so assuming these defenses are all owned up here, uh, and I really like a lot of these matchups up here, uh, but the Colts against Houston, that's a smash matchup there. Uh, I really like the Eagles going up against the Jets. Uh, but with this Daniel Jones news, it, Miami Dolphins, man, they, they're on a four-game win streak. They're playing some really good ball. They just scored against the Carolina Panthers last week. I think Dolphins might be my favorite streamer this week. I do like Minnesota at Detroit. And then uh, check out the Kansas City Chiefs defense last month or so. They're playing some of the best balls. So the teams that I have here in bold are my favorites. Seattle offense sucks. Like San Fran should be a defense worth picking up right now. Um, so those, those are, I guess all the teams here in bold uh, are my favorite here. If I had to choose one, I kind of feel good about the dolphins, man. I feel good about the dolphins. I feel good about, uh, all these defenses really. Um, so let me know if you have a, a further question on that. Do I like Noah Fant this week? Well, it's the chiefs and the Kansas city chiefs against the tight end. They allow a good amount of points here, about 15 points per game. Uh, They have been sturdier against the, uh, their their defense has been better the last month or so. Um, The problem is the the Broncos offense, man, it's it's spread too thin and they're using the running backs almost too much. I don't really know if I can say I trust any receiving weapon, whether that's Sutton, Patrick, Judy, or Noah Fant. So um, Harris, if you have more tight end options, I'd be curious to hear who you have. Like, I'm okay with Fant. I don't love it. I can't guarantee he's a top 10 tight end this week, I guess is what I'm trying to say. Who would you start this week, Pitts or Knox? Um, Okay, so we do have one data point on Kyle Pitts here. Let me show this. So Kyle Pitts did play against Tampa Bay at least once this year. I think that was week two, if I remember correctly. Let me pull this up. So uh, keep in mind, Kyle Pitts is still tight end number seven on the year in full PPR. Week two against Tampa Bay, he goes five for 73 on six targets. So a 12.3 day, I wouldn't be too nervous about starting Kyle Pitts. Tampa Bay does allow the sixth most uh, fantasy points per game to tight end. Atlanta's going to have to throw to keep up in this one. So I think Pitts makes more sense. Uh, Whereas the Patriots, they're the best team against the tight end. I love me some Dawson Knox, uh, but just on paper, it says pits, uh, but man, if someone can beat the Patriots defense, I think it's Josh Allen and, and Dawson Knox. So uh, I'm going to lean pits just because the numbers tell me to, uh, would you pick up Harrison Bucker over Dallas kicker? Um, yes, I think I, I, think I'm comfortable with that. It's a home game for Bucker. I feel good about that. I feel good about, uh, them being able to move the ball. The Broncos defense is pretty good right now. So Uh, I think the Chiefs are going to be able to move the ball and the Broncos defense is good enough to maybe, you know, keep them out of the end zone more often than not. So I kind of I like Harrison Butker, and it also is a a Sunday night football game for you. So it allows you to kind of have some excitement in that game. So I'll go Butker in that one. Uh, But that's it. We just completed the week week 13 waiver wire sheet. Uh, I'm going to be going live tomorrow night, uh, probably around the same time. Uh, And we'll do our Thursday night live show as well. So if you guys have any final questions, uh, you can always reach me on Twitter, comment this video, um, TikTok, Twitter, Instagram, all that good stuff. So uh, thank you guys so much for your time. Have a good night. Good luck with your waivers. And we'll see you guys tomorrow. Peace.